Welcome to the Words Over Ice show. I have an interesting one for you today. It's going to be educational at the very least, so stay tuned uh, for that. I'll jump to that in one second. Uh, First, I appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate the support. Continue to show it. Head over to patreon.com slash the Words Over Ice show. Continue to donate. It helps out a ton, guys. We appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on IG as well, the Words Over Ice show. Any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, email me at ray at wordsovericeshow.com. So today, today we have Miss Josephine, who is a man transitioning to become a woman. This is going to be interesting for me because this is the first time I have a conversation with a transgender person. So let's get to it. Coming all the way from Denmark, Miss Josephine, thank you for joining and thank you for having me, Ray. Don't mention it. This was actually one of the more difficult interviews I've had to schedule just because the time difference is so vast. We got about nine hours between us from Cali to Denmark. So again, thanks for being flexible. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. You know, we adjust to life, right? So I adjust to, to your time frame and you adjust to mine and it worked out perfectly. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great phrase for today's show. We adjust, we adjust to life, right? So yeah. Before we dive into your story, which I believe will be beneficial for everyone listening to hear it coming from your mouth and your feelings and how you went through it, you did mention you were in a foreign exchange student program out here in Arizona, correct? Yes, actually, uh, some time ago when I was younger, I did spend a year, almost a full year in uh, Arizona. I was an exchange student in senior year of high school and uh, just attended high school for a year and experienced, you know, being an American uh, and it was it was just great. It was awesome. So I had the best one of the best years in my life, uh, and I met so many wonderful people. So it was really a great time. Yeah, thank you. What part of Arizona were you hanging out in? It was uh, down uh, by south, uh, a small town called Yuma. Okay. Uh, so it was really nice, close to the Mexican border, close to the Californian border. So it's way down in the corner. Have you been back uh, to the states since then? Yeah, lots of times, actually. I've been to New York several times. I've been to Florida, and I've been cruising around the, w- the West Coast as well, also uh, going to uh, Arizona as well, California, Vegas, uh, Nevada, you know, all that. Yeah, so I've been around uh, a couple of times, and it's been great every time. So Okay, perfect. Yeah. Glad you liked it. So you are transitioning. You are currently male. You're transitioning over to female completely. And believe it or not, you are the first transgender person that I've ever spoken to. So I really thought it was important for me and for everyone else to to really dive in and, and get the full story so we can understand better. But you are a little bit older in the process. How old are you again, Josephine? I am 47. So I'm really old, okay. you know, in transitioning. I'm, I'm really old. Of course, a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of transgenders that are older than me. Mm-hmm. But there are also many that are younger. So at some point, I wish I was younger right now, but this is my age. I'm 47. Ah, uh, 47 is still young. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so what, um, so let's, let's just go back to the beginning. When did you, yeah. when did you start feel, having those feelings of maybe wanting to be a woman or, or you know, maybe as a young boy? Like what, walk us through how, how that all came about. When did it yeah, start? That's, that's kind of a long story because, you know, it started really early for me. So this is, you know, this is give you, I'm going to give you the short version of, of my life. Uh, so so it actually started, I've started noticing or realizing that that's something in me, uh, you know, about all this uh, female women stuff here. And mm-hmm. it was around the age of five, I think. Um, oh, that I think, early? Yeah. Wow. I think I, I snuck into, you know, uh, and, and tried on some clothes for my mother's uh was the closet and um and you know i think a lot of a lot of kids do that you know to to dress up and just try it but what i found was this was not like a dress up this was like me uh and it was very strange because uh, at that point i knew that that i had this uh this thing about uh being a girl instead of being a boy it, it some kind somehow came to me at that point at a very very early age but i couldn't you know i couldn't um i couldn't f- figure it out what it was so i i didn't know that there was anything called the transgender i didn't know there was any 
anything other than being a boy or a girl. Right. And obviously looking at my body, I was, I was, I looked at like a boy and all everyone I looked at around me were boys <laughs> and, or girls. And there was nothing in between. So I just thought, well, whoa, this is pretty strange, right? Standing in the middle of all this and just realizing that you're actually feeling more towards being a girl, but you're, you're a boy. So what to do with that when you're five? That's crazy young. I mean, most five-year-olds are deciding if they want vanilla or chocolate ice cream, and here you are trying to decide if you want to wear a skirt or baseball cap. That had to be confusing. Yeah, it, it was. You know, so at first, I, I think I saw it as um, I saw it as, a, as something that, like, I knew I, this was me in some kind of way, but I, but I couldn't, you know, exactly point out what it was about, about this sensation that was that felt right so i connected what i was able to connect at that point was like i like wearing these clothes i like behaving in in a certain way but i don't know what to do with it um but you know i must have in the way i acted at that point um very early in kindergarten and all that uh, i must have been in a certain way a little different than the other boys because I wanted to play with the girls. I wanted to play with Barbie dolls and dollhouses, and uh, you know, I, I really fancied uh, pink and and red and, and stuff like that. Um, but it was not like you know, it was not like I was standing to my mother and saying, "Hey, I want to be a girl," because I, I didn't know uh, that that was even a possibility. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just thought, "Hey, th- th- I'm some kind of different from from all the other boys, and I don't know what to do with it." So I, I probably should keep this to myself for now. That was the initial thought. I think uh-huh. maybe a little ashamed about it or embarrassed about it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's natural, right? You're a little bit, and maybe. Obviously, there's some shame, maybe embarrassed, but it's just maybe not understanding fully what you're what you're going through and not knowing how to express it is, yeah, is how exactly. I would imagine it. Exactly. So bear with me as I think out loud. I'm trying to wrap my head around this so I can understand. Uh, at five years old, you're gravitating towards girl activities. You're playing Barbies, digging in your mom's closet. You're putting you know on skirts. You're playing dress up. But at any time or at this point, were you? I know it's young, but were you looking at boys in a sexual manner, or was that something that wasn't in the picture yet? No, that was not even in the picture. That was that, it had nothing to do with that. I, I mean, at the age of five, it wasn't really sexual act, sexually active. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to say it in a mild way, I mean, I, I don't think I'd even thought about it at that point. Um, so, so it was like it had nothing to do with sexuality. This was just this was just just about like being a human being. Uh, so it was, it had nothing to do with that. Um, and you know, I, what I said before was like, I, I, I must've behaved in a certain way because actually in my, during my time in, in school and in the younger years, I was actually bullied uh-huh. a lot. Um, so I think, I don't know why it was like that. I must've reacted. So I think there was a, the, the two factors in this. And one is that I've probably behave, been behaving a, uh, a bit differently than the other boys and that must have been you know something that people noticed and secondly i have always stood up for myself and been fairly strong person and so you know if somebody bullied me i wasn't um i wasn't really thinking that they should get away with that so so i reacted and and that was like that's the funny that's the fun part right when you're when you're a bully you you want to, you want your target to react because then it gets funny if they just like right. don't care. It's not fun, right? So, exactly. They so want attention. I, I didn't knew that. I didn't know this uh, psychological uh, feature. So um, at uh-huh. this point, I just reacted because I felt that was right and I wanted to stand up for myself. Um, so it went on for many years, and you know, the thing is that there were a lot of things uh, happening through that time, uh, during that time that, that I was like in other people's eyes doing wrong. So I remember one time I, I needed a new pair of shorts and uh, my mother took me out to, to buy some shorts and we went into a large department store and there was a kids uh-huh. department. And, you know, she said like, what kind of shorts do you, uh, which shorts do you want? 
And uh, and I looked around and I said, those white ones over there, they, I, they're really nice. I, I like those. So she bought those. And I remember even asking the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, the service um, person, uh, right. even, you know, asking her, mm-hmm. uh, can I, can I wear these? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll take them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I went. And were these girl shorts you were trying to buy? Yeah, that's that's the thing because you know I, I wore them to school the next day, and they uh-huh. were nice uh, girly knickers with you know your button underneath your your knee, and I thought they were the coolest thing. But but apparently that was not really the boys' thing. So of course I was again bullied about that, and. Um, and that was, you know, so that's that's one of those uh, situations where I just noticed, like, okay, don't ever do this again. Don't ever buy niggas because other people react badly about that. So, you know, right. buy something else. So I went back to my mother and said, can you, can you change these? Can you sew them? And she did. And, you know, the, the day was saved. But, but <laughs> what, what happened, like, through... All that time since I was five and up till like the age of maybe 12, 13 was that I really, you know, didn't feel comfortable, super comfortable at home. And I didn't really feel super comfortable in school um, because probably I wasn't really super comfortable about myself. Um, but I just didn't know what to do about it. So I just tried to fit in, tried to blend in, tried to be like everyone else. And, you know, every time stuff like that happened. I just noticed that, you know, in the back of my head and said, Hey, don't ever buy niggas. Don't ever, don't ever, you know, point your little finger or because that's not like what boys do. And don't ever, don't ever speak like, like this with, you know, with a girlish accent yeah. or, you know, what, you know, like, um, so, you're trying to conform. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just trying to, trying to fit in, trying to be like everyone else. Right. And, Actually, yeah. I became really good at that because at some point when I reached the age of, um, I think it must have been around, around 12, 13, I, you know, puberty changed the, the look of me and, and my face. And, you know, I, I started to get a new haircut and, and, and everything. And the, the, the male, you know, approached the boys, uh, way of doing things were working fine. And, and suddenly puberty and over, you know, worked and uh, and over i think a summer vacation i changed okay. so much uh that when i you know came back to school actually people reacted differently to me towards me and uh, the girls started to like me and you know they wanted to date me and all that so so from that point on my life kind of changed uh for the for the better you know the bullying right. stopped and I started seeing uh, dating girls and, and in a way, and, and, and then, you know, I felt that this was great because, Hey, this is working, you know, <laughs> this, yeah, is, no. this is in some way this is working. So even though I had all that girl inside me that I, that I really wanted to, to be, I mean, it, it, it was just more important for me at that point to, to fit in and to have a life that, that sure that didn't, uh, where I didn't feel outside all yeah. the time. Yeah, of course. So, so, so I actually, I just, I adjusted, you know, to my surroundings, right? Yeah. As, as many of us do in, in every walk and, you know, every, every aspect and every walk of life, you gotta, you know, you adjust so you, so you don't stand out or, or like you said, you know, kids, Kids, especially in that age that, you know, that nine to 12 age can be real, real dickheads. You know, they can be assholes and, and bullying is obviously a, a whole issue on its own. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. And that, that's a whole nother thing that I'm a hundred percent against. And, and of course, like you said, the, the smart thing to do now that you're older, looking back, right. Is to ignore it because bullies are insecure and they want attention themselves, which is why they're picking on other people. Yeah, but as a, as a, yeah, as, as a kid, you don't know that. And, and you're hurt, so you are going to lash out. And when you say you were, you were reacting, were you getting in fights? Or were, like, what was happening? Were you getting in trouble? Like, what was that going? What was going on there? Yeah, it was like, you know, I wasn't, I've, I've never been, like, really feisty. So, but, but there were fights because, you know, sometimes I, I had to stand up for myself in, in a way that, that I wasn't proud of. But uh, I had to, to, to fight, uh, because that was the approach that, that I was confronted with. 
Um, but most of the time it was, it was more like, you know, just being, just being picked on or bullied. And, and, you know, I just felt sad and there was not really nothing I could do about it because I mean, yeah, I didn't know what to do about it then. Right. So, so, you know, it just, it just, yeah. I mean, that's, that's super tough at that age. Yeah. If, you know, it's like, if it's, if it started and nobody like stops it, it's like a disease. It just continues um because then you're just an easy target and and you can and the the bullies they think they can get away with it they they are not you know they're not stopped they're not they don't have a, a self-control switch <laughs> so yeah uh, so it, it just it just continued and i think you know the times were a lot different um we're talking back in the 80s uh because of my age definitely and so the times were of course a lot of a lot different than they are now and and the schools were not as aware of what to do and, and aware of uh, these issues and how many problems they could cause. Yeah, unfortunately. So I think today they're more they're more aware of it and they have you know actions to to um, to, to to go against it. I think. Yeah. No. Absolutely. The whole the whole transgender and LGBTQ that that whole movement obviously is getting a lot more <clears throat> a lot more you know, light in social media, obviously with social media kicking in, it, it's easier for people to view and, and people can tell their story. So it's a lot more accepted yeah, now, definitely. obviously than it was back in the eighties. That's a whole different, I mean, you're talking almost 40 years ago. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> what was your birth name again, Josephine? My birth name, uh, is not something that I'm really proud of, uh, of talking about, but, but I'll let you know here. It's okay. Jan. It's it's just spelled J A N in in Denmark. It's a uh, it's a boy's name, but uh -huh. in in the U.S. I believe it it could be both a boy's name or a girl's name, but mostly mainly a, a girl's name. Yeah, so, I think we identify more with the female when it, yeah, when it comes to Jan. Definitely. Just got to live in the U.S. So I should just move to to United States. You know, <laughs> all, all the fix, right? <laughs> exactly. You move over here. We welcome you with open arms. All is well. You can be Jan. <laughs> So going back to <clears throat> Jan as a, a kid growing up. So you you go through puberty. You're you're now this this big macho guy. Then you're not getting picked on anymore. You're fitting in. Uh, you're getting attention of girls throughout that whole time. It had to be hard to suppress like your true your true feelings, right? Your true emotions of what was going on. Were you was there any outlet for you, or how were you dealing with what was? kind of what was really inside of you and you're, you're pretty much putting on a facade like how did yeah, you deal with yeah that? you know i was living with this uh this other side of me or the real me actually but i was i, I thought it was like the the other side of me in some way I, i didn't really i didn't realize that that was you know my identity i i thought it was so embarrassing that i had all these feelings and that i wanted to to be be, be a girl or wear girls clothes I, i think that's where what it started you know like being being attracted to wearing girls clothes instead of uh my male clothes because that was you know a way of expressing the the gender i right. didn't know that that it all was you know it was all about my gender i just thought you know at this at that point that it was just about the clothes so I really just the style you're into. Yeah, you know, so so through life I've often wondered you know until I came out and until I realized what it was I've often wondered like was it just a fetish or was it uh was it just you know something that I I fancied or was it because of some kind of sexual attraction to this or whatever you know I've really wondered about that a lot and I never really got the time to sit down and 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 explore myself or look, you know, being able to, to look into myself in a way, because, uh -huh. because at that time after the, the, the in, in the school, during the school years and in the high school year and in the States and all that, you know, I had girlfriends and, and a girlfriend became my wife at a pretty early stage during, uh, like junior, junior college. I think, uh, I was attending here in, in Denmark. And okay. so, and so all at that time, you know, my, Now ex-wife became my girlfriend and we have been together for like 28 years before we got okay. separated last year uh, or okay. divorced last year. Sorry. And, um, and so, you know, I've been living with, with her all my life. I've been most of the time uh, loving her uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, being somewhat content with my life and not, 
you know, not really feeling, uh, I really felt that it was hard to admit to myself what all that female clothing, you know, all that female fascination, what, what was that? I just kept right. on, kept on suppressing those feelings. I kept on suppressing everything about that. Um, but it became in a way something that, ha- that I had for myself and, okay. um, and, and, you know, just kept there. So I became desperately, uh, focused on, on, on letting nobody know that I had that side of me. So I, you and this know, is the majority of your life. Yeah, You're yeah. Suppressing all so these far, it's, it's it's been all my life uh, until yeah. up until last year, right? Right. So it was it was horrible. I mean, all these years realizing now what what was really going on. It was it, it's been horrible, and it's been so hard because I use so much energy on suppressing the real me to to comply with with the so called standards of being a boy or a girl. That, right. that um that it was you know it's just killing me yeah that really is a big problem that this world has is you know we're very judgmental and media and social media depicts how everyone should be looking and acting and a lot of people on a day-to-day basis are dealing with this yeah and it, it really does have to be tough and actually you know it, it isn't easy and it's really hard and actually you know to 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 be able to do that i i really tried like even harder to become this boy this man, this, yeah. this you know, I would, yeah, I would guy. imagine you would overcompensate for it. I, I really did because you know I was yeah. you know in the in the states when I was I was uh, during a high school year I started you know training really hard uh, instead of you know exploring myself I just thought I'm, I have to fit in and I was like you know I looked like Italian spaghetti right so I was so thin uh, <laughs> so and and uh, so I had to you know all the other guys were like hey you need to you need to buff up you know. And I was like, okay, right. yeah, I got to do that because, you know, that's what boys do. So let's buff up. So right, I started, right. you know, going to the gym almost every every day and, and you know, really listening to all the exercises and everything. So I gained like 17 kilos. I don't know how much that, that is in pounds, but it's it's a lot. It is. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so, you know, I started getting muscles and, you know, my spaghetti arms were were getting bigger and, and stuff and I started to getting you know my body looked like it was it was sporty and, and everything and and I just thought I was just happy about it because I blended in uh, and I wasn't even realizing I was like moving away from what my the female way actually my body was always how I was how I was born so because I was so skinny and, and like I had a more girly figure um, right. And I just trained myself out of that. And I started, you know, coming back here. I, I continued that. And I even after after my initial education in Denmark, I started uh, uh, joining the army. And I okay. was like an officer for a couple of years in the army. And uh, after that, I've been an officer of the reserves for quite a long time. Um, so that became like my macho thing to do to... To show everyone that you know, don't mess with me. I'm I'm a boy. Or I'm a man. Two point two zero five pounds equals one kilo. I just looked it up. I didn't okay. know either. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you gained about thirty five pounds to, yes. to bulk up. That's that's a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. Especially at, at, so, at that age, right? <laughs> yeah. So so going through this, you're bulking up. You're joining the army. I, you play in a band too, right? You play drums. Yeah, actually I do. I've been playing drums since like the age of three or something. I have some pictures, you know, like when I'm sitting, they're all on my, on my, on my feet. But, uh, I have some, I've been playing drums for a very long time. I'm, I feel, I feel I'm pretty good at it, but you know, that's up to people to decide if, if whether they think that, but I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling comf- comfortable playing drums and, uh, I play in a lot of bands, I play rock, pop, uh, funk, gospel, rhythm and blues, jazz, whatever. Um, so uh, I've been playing a long, for a long time and I've been playing in several bands. I've been playing, you know, been writing music on my own and all kinds of stuff with, with, with other bands and stuff. So yeah. I've been through a lot, but I've never been like really pro pro. I've, I've, you know, I've been doing it a little more low key because I thought that my, um, I think I thought my, my business career 
um, came before the hobby, so to speak, playing drums. Right. I maybe yeah. should have should have changed that if I knew who I was <laughs> and everything. But but uh, if that's, we knew better, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it actually turned out pretty well, right? So I I, I had a I've had a, a great career uh, in the pension insurance uh, industry in Denmark, uh-huh. and uh, and I I think uh, I would like to 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 tell myself that I've been doing pretty good, and I you know and all these things were like the super normal man macho whatever and up until 2015 where i hit uh, the wall and got a depression like a really hard depression so i just you know i was just in the drain um and uh, i mean I fought understandably so yeah yeah <laughs> But it was it was horrible, and I think you know it's it's hard to tell wh- why is that why 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 do you get a depression? This, to my knowledge, there's always a lot of things involved in this. But I think you know because of the vast majority of my life, I've been suppressing my real the, my real identity and my real me, all the stuff that I really had as preference. Um, I mean that's not healthy. So at some point it was just too much. No. You know, little things just became mountains to climb right uh, i'm actually i'm surprised it, depression didn't set in way earlier i mean the bullying the suppressing of, of who you truly are the yeah the getting picked on the getting teased the trying to conform and trying to be someone you're really not i'm i'm, I'm surprised honestly i'm surprised it didn't kick in much earlier yeah me too because actually i had a father who wasn't really too nice uh, as well so me too but mm-hmm. but i think you know i think I, I like to think of myself as a pretty strong person, actually. So I think, you know, I've, I've been able to, to deal with all this stuff because, because I could. Um, but at some point, you know, even the strongest, uh, even the strongest person can break if you're, you know, if you're up against too much. And, and you know, suppressing your own gender is, is not really the, the way to go, I have to tell you. <laughs> No, no, we're we're all we're all hanging hanging on by a thread. Don't let anybody fool you. Everyone has their their bag of shit that they're dealing with. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, but, but you definitely are strong. And and I'm looking from an insider. I'm sorry, from an outsider in, and I see this picture of you know Jan back in the day and Josephine now. And I look at obviously this is the first time you and I are talking, so I'm just getting an insight of to your, to your yeah, life right yeah. now. But you look at the pictures. You, you know, hearing you joining the army, playing the band, being a drummer, having a wife and anyone who, who when they go and check you out, you know, I, we'll, we'll get your information towards the end of the show. But yeah. when you guys go check out Josephine, you'll see the transformation pictures and you were a pretty manly man. You like you were looked very corporate, very sharp guy. Yeah, definitely. And again, you're you're a guy's guy. You're in that band. You're playing the drums. You're you're in the army. You know, you, you're, you're getting rank. But at any point, was this a sexual thing for you? Like, were you attracted to men at all during this, this process? No, actually, you know, actually, I've been, I've been uh, straight all my life. I've never been attracted to men. I've never, I never felt that, that, that was, that was me. Actually, I thought like that was definitely not me. But the funny okay. thing is, so, so I've been going through my life, um, being heterosexual, uh, totally straight. Um, uh-huh. liking girls, having girlfriends, uh, having a wife and everything. And it worked out fine for, for me in a way, but, but then again, it didn't. Right. So, you know, um, but on the outside, I mean, on the facade, it, it's, it worked out fine and I was able to, to live through it. Um, but, but after I came out, uh, a year ago, almost, um, Actually, my sexuality and everything has changed. I mean, so much has changed in such a short while that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just blown away because the, the, the changes are so vast, so immense that, I mean, it's uh-huh. hard to keep up. <laughs> and right. I, I'm not doing anything about it. I'm just living my life, you know. And, and <laughs> yeah. the, the way it has changed is that I've, I've found out that um, I'm also attracted to men. And it's kind of okay. difficult to deal with at at this age you know having you've never known that before though no i never felt the attraction really? but all of a sudden boom it was there and it was it was so strange because you know that's interesting yeah that's that is uh, actually and i i don't know where it came from because 
if you had asked me a year ago, I would have, you know, I would have refused to, to ever be like, like that. You know, I think it's because you suppressed it and maybe you just never came to terms with it and you were trying to be something that you weren't. Maybe you just buried it so deep that it never came to the surface. I, I actually think so, yes, because, you know, uh, looking back, um, I mean, it, it, it has been it has been like a journey for me to really, you know, stand out as that normal guy you know who who wasn't who didn't stand out in any way in in any negative way in most people's eyes um and it, right. it, it, it is very strange because i don't see you know i don't see any negativity about being gay or bisexual or pansexual or whatever it is i don't see any negativity in being transsexual or anything but mm-hmm. that's me you know but but unfortunately some people in the world uh, and some of those I have met along the way are not, you know, feeling super comfortable with that. And so they react. And, and, um, and what is probably the worst for me is to not be like included in, in the normal society way, in a, in a way. So, so what I'm going right. through right now during my transition, where of course I'm very much different. I'm, I'm becoming more female day by day. I'm, you know, it, it takes time to 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 unsuppress what you've suppressed for so many years. So, oh, of course. So it's yeah. like an, an is an ongoing process that 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 takes time, and and um, and I'm discovering new things as, as along the way. You know, so I discovered that I'm into men as well, uh, and I discovered you know that I'm being better at um, and this and that. You know, makeup and and just like behaving, dressing as a woman and, and, and all those things. So, you know, I'm, there's still a lot of things that I'm not happy about my voice, my, some gestures and, 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 you know, some, some bodily um, features, but, but there's a lot of things that also has changed in, in, in a super short period of time, like uh, breast development and, my hips are getting wider, my waist are getting smaller and, you know, stuff like that. It's like, I wouldn't have ima- even have imagined that for like a year ago that that would happen because of the hormones. I would have thought that it would take a lot longer time. Right. So you're telling me that these, these hormones you're taking are changing your body. Your hips are getting bigger. Your waist is getting smaller. It changes you that much. Yeah, it does. Actually, you know, the, the, the hormone, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Let me just finish what I was sure. talking about, about the, uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the issue about um, uh, going through all that uh, with the sexuality and everything. So, so it just you know, I've been suppressing that so much. When you ask me about, does that you know, is it related to 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 all this suppressing your your normal gender and everything? I think it is because I've been so afraid of people knowing about the real me that I've been, you know, avoiding mm-hmm. a, a lot of things, I think, that I even had a preference for. So I would like to have met some, you know, uh, more exciting people or, or whatever, but I didn't because, you know, maybe if I did, they would know that I was a transgender or they would know that I would like right. to wear women's clothes and they would know, like, I was into men or whatever. So I really, I really didn't want to go there uh, on subconsciously, I think. So... It was just ruled out in some way because of I suppressed myself so much that, that all these. Did you days, ever tell anyone? Well, about twenty years ago, I I, I discussed this with my with my ex-wife, and then, mm-hmm. and you know she what I could what I could manage to to sure. tell her was was like was more like this is something I have on my own and I'm content with that. Uh, are you are you okay with it? Then we can just live on and, and like nothing happened. And she was like, "Okay, okay. I know you have this, and that doesn't hurt me too much, and uh, I think I can live with it because of, because I like you." And uh, yeah, but and, what know, what were you telling her exactly? Were you saying I like dressing up as a woman, or I identify as a woman? I I didn't know actually at that point even uh, that I wanted to become become a, a woman. Uh, that I felt like a woman. I just thought, you know, everything was so suppressed from a very early age that I, that I couldn't, you know, put the mark on it that it's like, this is me. 
I could just say, you know, I have this fascination of such and such, and you know, um, uh, can I just please continue living with that and just having it by my own? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. and because you know, then the troubles would go away, right? Nobody knew other than she knew, and 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 that was okay. Um, but she said already then, you know, that, that was not for her. She she wanted a man, and, and you know, I, I just still tried to to adapt. Uh, maybe I shouldn't right. uh, have, but you know, it, it still got me two wonderful kids, um, and so I think it was all worth it. Um, so I feel like, in in a way, I feel like I've had a blessed, you know, a blessed life. It has just been cursed in a way underneath, but you know, I've had mm -hmm. a, a a good life in a way. Um, so I managed. Yeah, to, well, to, there's a silver lining in everything. So I'm glad you're at least looking at the positive things that did come from the life you have lived. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I could sit uh, sit down and regret everything that happened and all that, but I really don't. I really just, you know, I'm sad I didn't find out. I find out about myself. You know, the deep how I deeply felt and and, and what I am. Uh, you know, it would be nice to find that that out at the age of like 12, but uh, yeah. that just didn't happen for me. And I, you know, I didn't meet anyone who understood me. My, my mother even told me when I, you know, came out. She even told me I had no clue. I have no idea. Even, even because of the, the, the things I might have said and done, and and the the, the knickers and everything, you know, she didn't have a clue. Really. So, um, so I must have been able to hide it very well. And, and yeah, you know, colleagues at work and everything, they all say the same. Like, wow, you're so macho. You're so like a normal manly you know whatever is how can you yeah we don't understand <laughs> that <laughs> and actually i don't understand how i've been able to live with it either you know I, well I, apparently you're a very good actor my friend <laughs> you should get in the show business yeah, maybe I should. yeah i don't know <laughs> uh but it's it's been a, a tough ride let me tell you that um yeah it really has so you, how are your how are your kids taking it my kids are you know they're dealing with it it's not easy for them you know this is not something that they've chosen so i actually right. feel sorry about my ex-wife and, and my kids and you know family and, and relatives and friends you know who, who who are hurting because of this because i know this is not their you know doing but but what everyone has to understand that this is not a choice for me like this is who i am It's like, right. you know, it would be like telling people that, hey, you got cancer. You should have chosen not to have cancer. I was like, what? I can't I can choose to not be myself. I just found right. out who no I really control. am and I cannot choose to undo that. So I really have to follow myself. And I just know that if I don't do this, I will never be able to live a happy life. I will just you know, continue to suppress everything and I will... I will just live a miserable life and never be happy and I won't be able to love myself and, and you know so it's, it's it's really tough so i'm pretty amazed that i've been able to live with it for all these years and not do anything so am about I. it so so yeah. right now it just feels so natural for me it it feels unnatural you know going through the process of, of the process of the change but it feels mm -hmm. natural finding out who i am and and it feels even better when i'm I'm fully Josephine. I'm, I know I'm not, you know, at, I'm not, um, I'm not at the point where I really want to end up because as I see myself, um, I see myself be becoming a woman. You know, if, if, if right. you're in, in like the two camps, there's a man and there's a woman and there's all that in between. A lot mm -hmm. of people, like, they, They tend to be content in some way, like somewhere on the on the scale. And but I'm like I've been so so male, and I really want to become yeah. so female because that's more me, and I really want to go all the way, right? So so you know. Well, let me let me ask you this: Is there any fear or any doubt inside of you that you go through all of these procedures, you get all these surgeries, you become a woman, and you look at yourself in the mirror? And you regret it, and maybe want to turn back and wish you've never done it. No, actually, not, none, not, none whatsoever. I don't, I don't um, have any fears okay. of becoming myself. That's the funny thing, uh, and that's why it's so hard to understand for me right now why I've been able to live with it all these years. Because 
now it feels so wrong being the former me and, right. and, and what I've always, you know, what I was born to be feels so right. So I'm just amazed that, that I've been through so much, uh, so many problems during a young age that, that I chose that path. Um, you know, I, I really, that's, that's kind of, it must have been really hard <laughs> looking back. You know, I don't remember all the things that happened at, you know, at a young age, but, but I can just see right. now that this is, this is so more me, uh, so much more me. And so I have to do this. I mean, I have to become this woman and I have to also be able to blend in. That's, that's a thing that's important for me. You know, I have to, some mm -hmm. people call it to pass or, but I call it just, you know, I just want to be considered a regular woman like everyone else. And I know some right. listeners out there right now are probably thinking, ah, you're never going to, you know, you're never going to accept you as a real woman. And, and okay, I know about that, but, but that's the way I, I see myself. So I see myself as a perfectly normal person who has a perfectly normal uh, right to be a perfectly normally included human being on earth as everyone else has. Yeah. And um, I just have, I just have to live like a woman and, and look like a woman and behave like a woman because that's me, how I feel inside. Yeah. And we're really in just a strange time on this earth, right? It's just weird times right now that people really don't know how to think, how to feel, or how to act about a lot of things. And I think this is one of them. Uh, transgender, you know, the, the whole changing of, of sexes is something that's relatively new yeah. uh, in, in society. And, I mean, it, it's been going on forever, but because of social media, now it's in everyone's faces. And they're, and they're looking at it, and it's uncomfortable, to be honest. It's uncomfortable for a lot of people because they're just not used to it. But they come around, you know, look how, look how long it took us to accept the gay community. And... And although we're, we're never fully there, we never fully get 100% anywhere as a society, but we are trending uh, in, in the right direction with, with that. Yeah, definitely. But like anything else, people just don't understand. And that's why I'm glad you're here talking about it. And, and for me as well, because I really don't, I don't understand either. And, and this is helping me a ton, just talking to you and, and getting your side of things. So, but like me and, and human nature is when we don't understand th something, we tend to keep it at arm's length and, and kind of shy away from it. Yeah, it definitely. And, you know, that's, that's the funny thing about most things that we don't understand is that we, we tend to think it's unnatural or, 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 or strange. Um, and, you know, when people were told back in the days that, that the, the earth was not really round, you know, a lot of yeah. people really like <laughs> they thought and they continue to think that the, that the earth was flat as a pancake. And, you know, some so, people still do. Yeah, some people <laughs> might still do that. Um, but, but uh, I mean, most of us probably know that uh, that it really is a round, <laughs> a round uh, thing that we're living on, and it's it's a part of a vast universe that we don't quite understand. But but this is this is the thing you can see it from out from outer space, and you know, look down at it, and it's round. Um, and so, uh, you know, at that time, people had a lot a hard time, you know understanding or accepting that that the thing that things aren't what they think they are or what they're told always or whatever so you mm -hmm. know it, it all depends on how you're raised and how your preferences in life are and and how you feel and you know what your friends are saying and what you're you know everything you, you're just you know you're just um you're just you know experiencing things not through your own uh of course through your own eyes and, and your own body and everything but but you know you're influenced by so many things in life that you you're not really able to control yourself all of those things and you take a stand right you you, you know you you believe in what's right or what's wrong and, and it's right or wrong for you so i'm not saying yeah, that absolutely that people are wrong in in their understanding i'm just saying that that it really is so that the earth is round and it really is so that there is a, such a thing as transgenders. And it really is so that we're not, uh, it's not a, you know, it's not a, uh, a, a fancy thing that, you know, some people invent and it's not a, it's not a, a, a choice in life. It's, it's actually how you're born. And there hasn't been some research in this and, and researchers uh, believe that, that at some, you know, early stage of the, um, 
of of the becoming a human. Um, it, it you know the, you get some hormone uh, reactions in your body, and and actually some of the the body parts that we have, you know, they end up being either uh, uterus and uh, and such, and and or a penis, and you know that's that's just because of what they're influenced. Uh, by during the early, early, early stages of of, um, of whatever development, I don't know the, the the American or English word for it, so I'm I'm just stumbling here. Um, but <laughs> but but that's okay. that's actually that's actually the thing. So so um, I mean, actually, it's like two percent of the world's population that are transgenders, and some you know live with it and never never li- really do anything about it. They just live with it. Right. Some choose to end their own life because of it, and some choose to come out and express it in some kind of way. And all the expressions are like different because you do what you have to, what you feel is right. And you know, other people do that too, right? We we all try to change the way we feel is right. So if if you're a woman, yeah. you can choose to have your lips um, enlarged, or you can choose to have a permanent makeup done, or whatever, because you feel is right. You can choose to have a larger right. breast or you can choose to have a, a liposuction or whatever, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do, have a facelift or whatever. And and you do that because you want to feel better about yourself. And actually, we're not different. Being a transgender is almost the same. It's just like a bigger issue because, you know, mm-hmm. being discontent with your own gender is really, that's a bitch, right? So, yeah. so, so we, <laughs> we just have to, to do other stuff. And the other stuff is pretty normal. You just have to adjust our body to the way that we see ourselves. It's not, you know, it's not really not that that hard uh, to grasp in a way, but it might be hard to accept that it is. But it, it is just like so. And so, if you're either you're a boy or you're or you're a girl or you're a man or you're a woman, um, at some point in life, you find out that. Hey, this is wrong. This is just everything just feels wrong about this, and I have to fit, you know, what what is really me inside, and you you do stuff to change that. It's just so drastic Absolutely. being a transgender because it's a really drastic change, changing your gender. It's very drastic. I mean, you're you're swinging from one side of the pendulum to the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you know that's why. You have to do what what you what it takes. So people, you know, have their breasts removed, and they have uh, all kinds of stuff done. Um, and in my case, I have a lot of things lined up that I want to do uh, if I can afford it. In, in Denmark, we're not, you know, it's, it's only a very small amount of of actually what I think most strangers need in their transition okay. that is paid by the. Uh, National Health Service. Uh, we don't have like mm-hmm. an insurance system like in the U.S. where 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 that's taken care of. So, so here we have to pay everything myself, and that's just it. Costs money to look pretty. Yep, it is. Shit's expensive. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, no, honestly, this has been very, very interesting. Very interesting conversation. Uh, good talk. It's opening my eyes and making me understand a lot more. Because coming into this, like I said, you're you're the first transgender that. I, I've ever spoken to. So I appreciate you talking and sharing and, and opening up with us. Um, I know you're going through some changes. I know you're doing some voice stuff and, and some surgeries and things like that. So, you know, maybe we can reconvene in a year and see where you're at and check back in with you then. Yeah, sure. But until then, I know people that do want to follow along with the journey and through the process. Can you let everyone know uh, where they can follow along and where they can find you? Oh, um, uh, they find me um, actually on Instagram. I'm, uh, okay. and I have a profile. Uh, my handle is called the real Josephine J, uh, as in one word. And, um, okay. and you can, you can just look me up there. And I think there's, there might be a link somewhere here in, uh, uh, along with this podcast, maybe. Yep. I'll put, I'll put it in the, uh, I'll put it in the show yeah, notes. Okay. Absolutely. And, uh, you can just, you can just follow me. It's open. Everyone can follow me and you can, you can comment on whatever you want to on the pictures I've, I, you know, I post. What I try to, to do there is I try to, I try to explain what is going on in, you know, inside my, or in my life. I try to express, express some feelings and I try to, to show that in, in pictures, uh, how my transition is going. 
I'm I'm I really want to make this a normal thing, and so I'm pretty focused on, you know, on, on sharing what I can and uh, what I feel content with. You know, it's it's I really want to want it the next generation, or so to speak, of of people in my yeah. in the same situation as me to have a uh, better possibilities and to have uh, a life that is easier than mine. And, you know, if they can avoid being bullied because they understand themselves at an early age and they can, you know, transition or whatever, or, or people around them understand them or can see, you know, spot the, the little things and, and ask what, what is all this about? And maybe, you know, figure it out uh, in a younger age. I think it'd be easier to handle. And even if they don't, even if you go through life like me and, you know, when you come out, I would just hope that in the future generations it will be easier, because you know, it, we're just we're just a regular human being, like normal human being, like everyone else. We're educated. We're we're you know like we're not that different. We we just have you know a yeah. stamp on our forehead that's called transgender, and 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 that's really some cross to bear at at sometimes. You know, I'm proud of it, but um, but some people see it as a curse, and it really isn't. It's just you know. It's just who we are, and we should be able to to do the things we we need to do to to uh, live a good life. I think. Yeah, and that that's it right there. You know, everyone just wants to live a good life. You want to be happy with who you are and be true to who you are. You know, within at the core, and you're no different than anybody else. Unfortunately, you know, because of your situation, we look at it that way. But you're not. Thank you. Uh, and you actually seem like a pretty intelligent dude. I'm sorry, a woman. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in transitioning, so I can be both right now. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I see myself as a woman, but, but it's okay. Well, you'll get there. You know, slowly but surely, you're, you're, you're doing the, the procedures to make it possible to be the person that you believe you're truly meant to be. And as long as you're happy, you know, everyone else should follow suit, and, and they'll get there slowly but surely. But the most important thing, you know, after talking today, you do seem to be a good person and have a good heart. Thank you. Of course. And I, again, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, these talks, they help me to understand. I, I know they help everyone else to understand. And I know as a society, if we just take the time to really sit down and talk to someone and understand who they are and that they are just a yeah, person, definitely. you know, we, we can learn a lot more about their situation and what they're going through instead of, you know, passing judgment and, and being quick to judge someone based on what they're doing just because we don't understand it. So it's been an eye-opening interesting and educational talk with you and i truly I, I appreciate you coming on and thank you so much for having me ray i'm really happy about you know having the opportunity to to express this and uh, i hope a lot of people will follow and you know be more aware of this you're happy to feel free to to write to me or whatever if you have some questions you know and you don't understand or whatever you know you can just always write to me i'll i'll, I'll get back to you Yep, she's very, um, she's, very so. she's very responsive. She's very very sweet, very nice, uh, and very kind. You've always been very uh, very nice in speaking with me, and and it's it's helped obviously the process. So I appreciate that as well. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for having me, Ray. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. All right, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you to Josephine. That could not have been easy to open up and share that much with us. So thank you again for that. If you guys want to follow her, I'll have the Instagram tag in the description of the podcast. So again, get over to the website, wordsovereyshow.com. We appreciate you guys. Catch you next time. Later. Later.